Good morning. It's October 3rd, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's title is, You Might Be Right. The music you are listening to is We're No Angels by George Fenton from The Piano Framed. Honestly, I think there's nothing more stressful than arguing with someone when you know they're right. Jennifer Wirth My mother told me long ago that the secret to a happy marriage was learning when to pause and then say one particular phrase when enjoined in marital conflict. You know, dear, you might be right. Of course, most of us, when in the midst of battle, are quite confident that the other party is definitely wrong. After all, that's why we're fighting in the first place. My mother's advice, I believe, was intended for just this circumstance. Unfortunately, once this phrase has been used once or twice, your spouse will begin to sense the distinct possibility of some insincerity. Eventually, the ploy will be of no use whatsoever. But what if it's not intended as a ploy? What if you pause whenever you are arguing with your spouse and consider a few basic facts? One, your opponent is sane. Two, your opponent is intelligent. Three, your opponent is sincere. Four, your opponent loves you. And finally, five, you love your opponent. Hmm. This might lead to your listening more carefully to whatever point they're trying to make. This might lead to your seeing things from their perspective. If you do this, it even brings up the harrowing possibility that you might be wrong. And if you're in the wrong, there's a pretty good chance that your spouse is the one that's in the right. Jesus felt there was no place at all for anger in discourse. Two people can argue a point intellectually, but becoming angry with the other party, especially if it's your spouse, is completely unacceptable. He so disdained it that he warns your offerings to God won't be received until you make up with whomever you are angry. Matthew 5, 21 through 25. Wisdom literature in the scriptures is not surprisingly just as clear on the point. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs 15.1 So is Paul in this New Testament epistle. A servant for the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient in humility. 2 Timothy 2.24 Certainly James understood the destructive power of the tongue in an argument as well. While he acknowledged that we all stumble in this regard, He drew the analogy between the tongue and the bit in a horse's mouth, the rudder of a huge ship, even the spark that can start a forest fire. James 3, 2-7 James actually concludes that no man can tame the tongue, but we can affect a change of heart. James 3, 8-12 So maybe my mom's advice about you might be right should be taken seriously, if not literally. Not the words necessarily, but the attitude they represent. The reason words can be so hurtful is that they usually come from the heart, as Jesus points out to the authorities, Matthew 12, 34 through 36. If you find yourself fighting with a loved one and perhaps saying things you wish you hadn't, then perhaps a change of heart is in order, even if you can't always control the tongue. Perhaps truly acknowledging to yourself before a discussion elevates to a full-blown fight that, you know, they just might be right will help you control your tongue. Dear Heavenly Father, as James tells us, out of the same mouth should not come both praise to you and cursing of our neighbor. Direct your Holy Spirit to give us pause whenever we get angry. 
to recognize that everyone has their perspective. And sometimes the other person's might be a better way to look at things. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.